0: Another one. The, the quark phase defibrillator. It's a uh, totally shot. I'm probably going to hit the market later and uh, see what I can find. We're going to be here for... Phew, I mean, at least what will get this fixed. What, uh, what, are
1: you, what are you thinking, Skeeks? Looking at another few hours? Another day? If I can find the right stuff, I'll uh, probably have us out of here in a day. All right, then. Well, I guess we'll go out and we'll see what we can do to occupy ourselves. Is there anything else you need? Anything else we need for the ship? Uh, A couple uh, bottles of black wouldn't be too bad. Sure. I'll make sure to find some for you.
2: I start walking down from the rooster's nest up in the top. I walk past you guys. You guys are fucking disgusting, okay? I don't want to hear that shit black ever again. And I walk right past
1: You've never even tried it. I don't want to. All right, gentlemen. Well, it looks like we're we're here for another day, at least. So... Go enjoy yourselves.
2: Yeah, all right. Wonderful.
1: Hey, anybody know
2: where Vax is? I need to have a word with him.
0: Yeah, said he was heading over to the Trailblazer. He's gonna give him one last look over before he you turns himself in.
2: Nice. I'll be back later.
3: Sheehan walks down the icy tundra that is Calypso. He finds his way to the garage that Vax keeps the trailblazer under lock and key.
2: I slowly walk up to the garage door entrance, light at my back, cold, misty morning. I lean against the door, pull out a cigarette. (laughs) 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 What?
0: What? It's also a, a, a noir feel. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. We're doing it.
3: We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's a noir feel. Cue the saxophone. Go. All different feels. Every,
0: every.
3: Cue the saxophone. Just Go. It Do there, it, guys. Do okay? it. Do it. I like
2: it. Keep going. I begin to light it with a match. The cool, brisk air flowing around me. Vax. I have a question for you. Uh, Are you sure you're not going to keep talking to
3: yourself, or what's going on with that?
2: I was describing the scene, you asshole. Now listen here.
3: What scene?
2: The scene of me walking up to this garage. Now listen, I know what I saw back there. I saw you reach out your hand, and there was some kind of energy that came out of it. You saw that, did you? I know you don't use silk. so how'd you do it?
3: <laughs> you think I'd just so easily tell someone like you? I don't mean to be a little bit difficult with you, but you haven't been very... level-headed, from what I've been told.
2: Well, maybe I'm looking for a route to get me more level-headed. Think you could handle something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think I could. And then step into my office. I shut the door.
3: We see Tiberius walk down an alleyway in the city of Calypso, windowed storefronts every foot. He looks left and right to try to find something that can help him with his shopping list to get the wayfarer back in the sky. He's looking, not aware of the person who's approaching him.
2: Oh
1: boy, I uh, have no clue where to look for this. Ah. Uh... I don't even know where to start. Oh, okay, what all what all did I need here? I don't even I don't even know what a quantum entanglement thruster? What the hell? Oh.
3: You're approached by a man of the same race as you. Gray skin, purple eyes, long black hair. You look a little lost, friend.
1: Uh, um it, kind of yeah, um where did where did you come from? Uh, down the road. I live here. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe uh maybe you can point me in the right direction. Well, what are you looking for? Um, I'll just kind of like show the list real quick. It's kind of like I'll point it like, uh, well, for starters, uh, this this quantum entanglement thruster. It's for my for my ship. You seem a little bit flustered. You could say that. Have you ever thought about unwinding with some? auxiliary means. Interest has been piqued.
3: Do tell. You seem like the kind of guy that enjoys the finer things in life. You could say that. So, you would like to see my supply, then? Um, yes. Yes, very. (laughs) You seem like a fine man of taste. Follow me. And you walk to what is
1: seemingly an arcade. This, this oh. isn't what I was expecting. Oh,
3: it's in the back room, friend. Oh, okay. So you guys walk through, and it's pretty much like these. It's goes from virtual reality, like, of all kinds, of, like, very old school, people being hooked up, and, like, like wires everywhere, or there's, like, classic stuff where people are sitting in front of something, and they have, like, stuff on top of their head, there's wires all over the place, there's pods. It's all pretty much a mishmash. Of just different electronics that are all surrounded with virtual reality. You walk to the back room, and there's a single pod. It's very smooth. It's white, but it's almost translucent.
1: There it is. Oh. Oh, I uh. Oh, this is this is awkward. I uh. I thought you were talking about silt. Oh, friend, this is much more
3: powerful than silt. This will take you to a realm you have never thought possible. Interesting. How, uh, how does, how does it work? Well, you seem like you like, as the kids would say, video games.
1: Eh, you can, you can
3: say I dabble. So you have a, you have an input jack? Yeah. Well, we hook you up, and you're off. All right. I can give you a, what do you think, you into it? You can always try something once well lay down then okay (laughs) you lay down in the pod it may be a little bit scary at first but you'll fit right in we return back to the wayfarer jinn is floating around still trying to feel out his new body
2: Wonderful! I love having absolutely
0: no body. Yeah, yeah, you've been saying that for like 45 minutes now. Like what? literally that same thing, just over and over again. I sure wish
4: that I had a human body
0: again. Yeah, yeah, I kind mean, of, I kind of assumed, I kind of, yeah. Can you hand me that wrench now, please?
1: Hey. hey. With this wrench, we could
0: build me a new body. Yeah, man, probably not. (laughs) But if you don't hit me that wrench, you're gonna need another new body. I've had enough of your shit, Jin.
4: Oh my gosh. So I go and I hand hand the wrench to uh, the skeeks then.
0: And then just kind of do like a sad little. I gotta oil those
3: hinges. So Moxie's been standing in like this, the general area, again, the horseshoe of the Wayfarer. And she just kind of looks in at Skeeks and she's like, you know, you could be a little nicer to him.
0: Yeah. That's it? Uh, Yeah, yeah.
3: You're quite a character, Skeeks. (laughs) On the icy tundra in which the Wayfarers parked nearby, Sheehan and Vax stand, the horizon shrouded by jagged mountains that resemble teeth, and the icy winds whipping left and right. So you think you can handle the power of ether?
2: I know I can.
3: Then show me, attack me.
2: You really want me to?
3: Yes, I do. So be it.
2: (laughs) So, yeah. <laughs> so,
3: so you start doing a bunch of martial arts moves and <laughs> the camera pans out to show that you're like 40 feet away from him yeah
0: still looks sweet as hell <laughs> just I
2: kick that goose ass I'm just saying I pull out my rifle and I shoot
3: He, with a single motion, pulls out his shutter blade and just deflects the bolt away right off into the distance. This purple light flickering through
2: the white tundra. My gun falls from my shoulder pocket. The barrel sticking into the ground in defeat, knowing there's nothing that could be done. Teach me
3: everything he walks up to you the process of harnessing the power of ether is a long and arduous task it's a journey if you will and it could end in your death it is not something to be taken lightly and especially not by those who aren't level headed I saw you back there you're a bounty hunter and you were taken out by three pirates do you think you can handle this I'll do whatever it takes. It's constant focus. If I send you on this path, you can
2: never break. My head may be cloudy at times, but I am a man of sheer focus and will. Take me to your ship. I will show you the way.
3: Understood. We move back to Skeeks. Who, it's been about three or four hours, and Ty should have been back by now.
0: Oh, man. Every time I look at this thing, it just looks worse. Don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. Where the fuck is Tiberius?
3: And Uh, with that there, you can hear the cargo bay door open. Hey, Tiberius, hey. uh, That's not Tiberius at all. Vax and Sheehan come walking in. Vax notices you, because, you know, you walk in from one side, you look left, and you see the engine bay, you look right, you see where, like, the, the uh, common is at. He looks down, and you're, like, inside the ship's engine, and he takes a quick notice. That's something very important. He walks up to you, and he's like, Hey, Skeeks, do you know what's made? The prototype's so important.
0: I mean, they just... Old ships. I mean, they made these, and I know that a lot of ships are based off of the, you know, these structures. And, and uh, I really I, I, I have no idea.
3: You are beneath the floor. You're pretty much under the floorboards, right. inside like extra wiring and tiny little engines and capacitors yeah. and whatnot. And he points to a junction and he says, "Open that up."
0: All right. Uh, okay. I'm pop that. Pop that bad boy.
3: Inside the junction, there is nothing but a single bolt in the center of an otherwise completely barren metal region. Try to open that.
0: Uh, just open the bolt?
3: What do you mean? Open it. Turn the bolt. Okay. Now
0: start turning it?
3: Uh, it does not budge whatsoever.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's probably broken. thing won't budge at all.
3: He looks down at you, smiles, and says, Give me your wrench.
0: uh, (laughs) I'd rather not. Why not? It's a sort of personal thing. Beyond that walk, son, is something beyond your wildest dreams. I don't know, dude. I eat a lot of crazy stuff before bed. I got some pretty wild dreams.
3: You'll have to trust me. All right. So, you throw him the wrench, and he, he catches it, and the second he catches it, remember there's that golden piece he grips it and there's that like meniscus of like almost like plasma around his arm again as it lights up purple and you can see that gold piece in the wrench like almost begin to glow and he walks up and he turns it like it just pops open
0: yeah I mean I loosened it for you though so
3: Inside is something you've never seen before. In fact, something that no one's ever seen before. It's like a tiny engine.
0: What in the world is that, Vax? How, is that, how does that fit in there?
3: That, my friend,
0: is an Ether Drive. That's, that's not real tech. That's only been like, theorized. That's not the, they haven't worked that out. This
3: technology's been known
0: for over 10,000 years. An
3: Ether Drive allows people to jump through space using that Ether Realm
0: in just a flash of light. Well, shit. I mean, is it is it functioning? Can I can we use that now? Uh, the only way you can use that is if you can find Kazaban Syros. Yeah, okay, let's go to the new FX1 GP Grand Tour. Kazaban hasn't raced in over three years. I did not know that. Okay, well, uh, I mean, what, is he trading now? Is he like a coach or something? He disappeared. Alright, so, should be pretty easy to find him.
3: I have a conversation to have with Sheehan. I think that those two things may align.
0: And he walks away. What the fuck did I get myself into here? I, I just fucking close that shit and just like crawl out of there. Where the fuck's is Tiberius? <laughs> and I walk out. <laughs> so, <yeah.
3: laughs> Pan away over to Vax and Sheehan, who are in the navigation area, which is in the rooster's nest where Sheehan lives. It's pretty much like there's a star map. You see, Letterai is the place where Ether and our dimension become one. I see. It's an ever-changing place, and the only way to get there is with an Ether Drive. Luckily, your ship has one,
2: but it needs to be fixed. So we get the ether Drive. My training begins. It's not that easy.
3: On Aether Drive, there's only nine ships in the galaxy that have it. So having it fixed, only one man can help you. And what man is that? Kazaban Cyrus.
2: Kazaban. He's been missing for years.
3: That he has. But he is a master of the Ethereum Engine.
2: Well, I might have some connections in the cartel I might be able to find him.
3: He looks at the stars flickering and dancing as they just turn the stars forever in an eternal waltz above our heads,
2: and we powerless to stop the dune. Indeed. You know, I never thought of it like that. You know, my mother loved listening to music as a child. She told me as I was growing up, she would look at the stars for hours. Sometimes she could see a move. I don't know if I actually believed her, but here I am. Moving on stars.
3: Tiberius, the pod opens up. Standing there is the same guy.
1: What, uh... What, whoa. what was that just now?
3: <laughs> it's called Synthetic Heaven. Synth for short. Does it require the pod? No, the pod. It'll the pod. let you go in there forever. I had to pull you out. It's a little bit of a little bit of a uh, of a whitful if you get in there too long. How how long is too long? I You were in there for about an hour. It so I'd say anything over two or three could kill you.
1: That felt so much longer. Yeah. It felt like years. You know, kid, I'd like to help you out, so
3: He throws you a few tiny modules. They're only about, like, they're like the size of a thumb drive. These are once-in-a-lifetime executables. They will, you plug this into your port, and you can experience it again for a fraction of the time.
1: Okay, how, uh...
3: This is on the house, friend. Just be sure when you get back to wherever you're going, you seek out my good friend, the Reverend. Taking everyone to heaven. Noted. He walks you out, and you begin, as the cold air hits you, you totally go jelly. Down that alleyway, and around the woods, we cut over to Skeeks. Here comes Tiberius around the corner, pretty much just hitting every single wall he can, like a zombie.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that, that explains some things. Yeah, you yeah, have a little bend of there? I, uh, don't
1: even know. Know how to, to begin to explain what that experience was.
0: Okay. Uh. That sounds great, man. Did you spend all of our money?
1: I I didn't spend a single credit. He was, uh. very. persuasive. Did you. did you make money, Tiberius? <laughs> have.
0: have you ever heard of synthetic heaven. Wait, I mean, what you do on your spare time? As long as you paid you well for it, I don't care what you call it, okay? <laughs> Alright, boys. Ship is... I wouldn't say fixed, but it's running again.
2: Alright. Well. I got a job I
1: gotta do. Let's get out of here. Uh, we... Do still have to drop off Vax? Yeah.
3: Yeah, we do. Vax is standing at the cargo bay door with Moxie, and you're kind of all in the general area. He puts his hand on her shoulder, and you really can't tell what he's saying, but it's, uh, you can definitely tell it's very important. Gives the old pat and walks towards you guys. He throws her the keys to the trailblazer, and he walks up to you guys. Well,
1: I guess it's time to go, huh? Whenever you're ready. I was born ready. It's been an honor. All right, Skeeks. Let's, uh, let's get moving.
0: All right. You boys ready? Let's do it.
1: The
3: ship lifts off on the icy planet of Polis and takes off into the darkness that is Omega Star 7. We've returned to Phazon's Astro Pub.
2: Ah, Jerry. I miss you, pal. Well.
3: Welcome to on Astro Pub. How can I
2: help you? You know, Jerry, I'll have two fire whiskeys.
3: That's great. Would you like to open a tab?
2: Yes. Yes, I would. Actually, make it four fire whiskeys. No, I lied. Three fire whiskeys and one black.
3: Very well. He turns over to Skeek's. Ah, new user.
0: How can I help you? Jerry, you beautiful bastard. I missed you too. The tab's still open though, right? You're you're just joking, right? What tab? Oh, hell yeah.
2: (laughs) Same old Jerry. (laughs) Looks like you slapped a new coat of paint on him, eh?
0: Who you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, whoever else is in the bar. Is she in you, uh... Want to give him a call?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him a call. Vax stands up from his drink. Vax, I hate to do this to you, but... He opens up his hands, revealing his Shutter Blade. Are you sure about this? I can't take it with me.
2: I'll need it back. Sometime. You have my word. And I take the Shutter Blade, and I clasp his hands. (laughs) Well... Let's go.
3: Let's do this. You return back to that white room, the mist and that slight bit of atmosphere that's being wafted away into a sterile environment. At the end is Vak, the translucent, amphibious alien. I see you brought more than just money, Jin. Vax Arden.
0: Well, you know, I figured I'd help you guys out and I'd uh, bring in a little
3: bit more money. And it seems you've brought Silt. You pulled a fast one over old Vax. 10,000 credits. Our Silt back. And the man who has caused us so much issue. I'd have to say... 300,000 credits. Fair for all of you?
2: Yeah. It wasn't easy. Why don't you make it four, so it's an even 100K for each?
3: That's not going to happen. Remember, Sheehan, you work for me. Unfortunately. I will have that forwarded to your accounts. I thank you for your work. You'll be heroes amongst the cartel. Many more jobs coming your way. I will have someone come and escort Vax to the EMC.
2: Thank you for all of your help, and he shoes you away. I take his drink, look him in the eyes, and I drink the whole thing. Pound it on the table. <laughs> Heroes, oh. is that what you call us?
3: Pathetic. Nature. So you're all sitting at the bar once again, as an escort comes in to take Vax. But before he does, you see the silhouette of the man seven foot tall ogre of a pig-like alien she you know this man is spony and he slams the door open and he says is that you sheen you killed my brother last week what do you have to say for yourself and what are we gonna do about this
2: i pull out another cigarette light it smile starts to appear in the corner of my mouth. Huh. <laughs>
3: Well, wherever you go, there you are, and here we are. Episode 8 of Omega Star 7, the season finale. Now, we will be taking the month of December off so we can get some more content coming your way in 2021. Please remember that. We will be coming back with more. Hopefully, it's stuff that you'll enjoy. Now, for other stuff you can enjoy with The Crit Stop... We have a YouTube channel where you can check out Game Mastering 101 from yours truly, who made it a thing on TikTok at the beginning of quarantine. And we're now taking it to longer and more well-thought-out episodes on YouTube. So you can go ahead and check us out at the Crit Stop on YouTube for the first episode that aired last week. We'll be doing that hopefully weekly. Stick tuned. That didn't make any sense. Stay tuned for that. Anyway, other than that continue following us on social media for updates and more and all the other kind of things you might find useful. Take care guys. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a happy holidays. I'm Skylar with the crit stop. Your one-stop shop to everything. Tabletop. Take care. Beneath the purple skyline of Zenith. We find the crew of the wayfarer and binds at ZPD after a bar fight that went sour. Skeeks and Tiberius sitting on the bench. Bound in cuffs. She in far away in trouble. D20 nowhere to be found.
0: Man, uh, Jen's been back there for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, we've, we've, I don't even know how long it's been. It feels like a few hours.
0: Yeah. Didn't they say something about wanting for murder? I mean, to remember what he did at the bar before we left right? yeah i'm just surprised that anywhere in omega Star they would be charging somebody for murder like
1: i mean he literally just blew his head off and then we left
0: yeah yeah it's true
1: a large and burly
3: police officer exits from a back room a detective sits in front of you at a desk so, are uh, you, uh, Skeeks and Tiberius, then? Uh,
1: y- y- yes sir?
3: You yes. understand that the charges brought against your, uh, compatriot Sheehan is a pretty hefty fine?
1: But, uh, what, what for?
3: Wait, wait, wait. He was wanted for, uh, murdering, inciting violence. And I'm pretty sure that one of the overseers is not uh, very happy with him either.
0: But I, that's above my pay grade, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me be the first to say, calling him our compatriot is... I mean, that's putting it pretty... That's putting strong. I mean, he's a guy that's been on a ship once a twice. We were... she any said his name was? Is that what you said?
3: Anyway, I'm just letting you know, you might not see him for a while. Cause he's, a, he's gonna be in a little bit of a bind for a long time. Mm. So I'm here to let you know you're free to go under some uh, some watchful eyes. But you you young boys have a good time then on on uh, Zenith. I hope this didn't put too much of a hamper on your stay. Uh, here is your uh, your possessions, and he hands you like your your extra like, like tools and guns, and then a ziploc bag with d20 in there, and rolls
1: across the counter to you guys. I, I was I was wondering where, uh, let, let me open that up. Just kind of like pry the bag open. Uh, leak, I look in and just, how how, how you doing D20? Oh hello.
0: I'm doing fantastic, and I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible. They are very nice either to uh, the evidence that they
1: believe that we were
3: Uh, you should probably get, uh, that droid checked out. But without that, without further ado, I'd say you are free to go, so enjoy your stay. Uh, let's, let's get out of here, gentlemen. We have a hard swipe to out front of the police station. Big neon pink letter ZPD. Huh, well now
1: that that ordeal is done, what do you, what do you suggest we do now, Skeeks.
0: Well, uh, because we could go check out some of the local warehouses, check out some of the old used pots places, uh, (laughs) wait, what am I talking about, we got like, how many credits we got right now? Fuck it, let's just go right retail, we can just buy shit brand new? Let's, let's fix,
1: let's fix this ship. let's get it repainted. Brand
0: new paint, there we go, we're on the same wavelength, flames,
1: top to bottom. I don't know about the flames. Alright, then we get
0: it. The sexiest interrupt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, skates, I would prefer if you would uh, do a quick check over
1: for any missing parts. I don't believe the police put everything back where they belong. This thing's been missing parts since we got it. I I think he's talking about himself. Oh, you? Skates.
0: Yes, please. Uh, Sure. I'll pull up my tool bag and start... God, just like, open d oh. Checking out the panels, tinkering some things around. Nah, I mean, you seem to be in a pretty functioning order.
4: I oh, know, I just wanted to see if you'd do
0: it. Great. I <laughs> just wasted 15, 20 minutes. I <laughs> you know I could disassemble you when you're asleep,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, does he really sleep? <laughs>
0: To
2: sleep.
0: <laughs> I'll show you what sleep is.
3: You're at a retail warehouse that offers good, new, and slightly used parts to fix up the wayfarer. With a lot of money burning a hole in your pocket, an insectoid alien approaches you. Hello. How can I help you?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, you guys got a pretty good selection here, right?
3: I would say so.
0: Great. You got, uh, any, like, hard light emitters?
3: We have plenty.
0: Great. You got, uh, some pentian Wave Dispersers?
3: Oh, so many.
0: Alright, great.
3: Would you like to see a catalog?
0: Uh, no, I'm just gonna keep asking about each thing individually. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, no, I me one of those catalog things. Here, Here
3: you me. are.
1: <laughs> so, wow. Well, Excuse me.
0: What's it like having that many arms?
1: Useful. Do do you guys offer like
3: paint jobs as well? We can do everything that is allowed inside the player's handbook. What about the things that aren't
0: allowed inside the player's handbook?
3: That may upset the fans.
0: <laughs> i not care about the fans.
3: Anyway, here is your catalog. Thank you.
0: Guys, talk about putting fucking fans on this thing.
1: I have no clue what that was about. Um, but so what all? What all do we need?
3: So we are going to be doing these Star Wars role-playing games version of shipbuilding. We're taking the we're taking the Wayfarer apart. And it's going to be built from the ground up, set, keeping the same shape, but the functions and the layout may change. The crew of the Wayfarer is going to find that out in this next section, where they rebuild the Wayfarer. We cut over to Skeeks scrolling through the catalog.
0: I mean, I know that we could upgrade, put some shuttle pots on here, but it just—it seems wrong to that's, do that kind of thing to the Wayfarer. That's
1: a bit much. Yeah, we don't—we don't need that.
0: So I mean, we're gonna keep the Freighter frame, I guess here, and uh, see what kind of engines the guy had this place.
1: Well, which, which one do you suggest? What do you think fits the Wayfarer?
0: Oh, well, I mean, it's nice engines here. They got a turbine, fusel thrust, but uh, they also got an ion drive array. So, I mean, it's going to take me like five days or so to put it on, but that'd that'd be worth it.
1: It's better than paying somebody else, especially at the cost for the parts.
0: Let's see what kind of holes this place has in stock. All right, they got uh, some light hull armor. We could expand the capacity of our hull if you wanted to do that. Make it a bit sleeker. Uh, but I mean, I'm saying this deflective plating, that's probably a pretty solid choice. Looking at the type of trouble
1: we get in, you're probably right.
0: Yeah, okay, so let's do that deflective plating.
4: What about any luxuries?
1: Got a fine point. It, it could be a little more comfortable
0: it's a cargo ship it's not supposed to be comfortable mm,
1: but we pretty much live on it
0: yeah but would it be way better if we made it like super
1: fast let's meet in the middle it is my ship at the end of the day
0: uh, don't start skeeks who flies it who does all the you work you fly too?
1: it but it is my ship don't don't start
0: this thing luxury's still be
1: sitting. Luxury's d20 what do you what do you have in mind?
2: Just going to say that it's, it's a family what The
3: fuck is that even supposed to mean, D20? <laughs> Would you guys like any cups of mud?
0: Yeah, I'll take
3: some mud. He hands it over to you with his weird, long, spindly claws. A few gulps. It's actual mud.
1: <clears throat> what what did you expect? I
0: mean, the texture's just like black, but it just tastes nothing alike at all.
1: Did you did you think it was their version?
0: I, mean, I thought deck? it was possible.
1: I I I saw leaves in it.
0: I've been meaning to get more green in my diet. Let's just hope it was actual dirt and nothing else.
3: If you are looking for robotic luxuries, consider having a hollow deck for your robotic companions so that they can live in their own virtual worlds.
0: Nah.
2: Uh, 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 skeeks. <laughs>
1: it, it could be fun. I'm pretty sure I could probably work something into it as well for uh, some hobbies I've picked up lately. It will also help with integration into the
0: ship's manifold. Could you install a hollow deck that's like the entire ship?
3: That would be easy.
0: Alright, that's kind of cool. We can do that.
3: Will you be doing these parts yourself?
1: I'm sure if you okay.
0: looked
3: over. A we manual, will do you the hollow deck for free with the purchase of all of these
1: parts. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can you can do that, Skeeks,
0: right? Of course. Well, uh, charge it to this guy. I'm pretty sure he's the captain. Will that be Visa or Mastercard? We only got Discover. Alright guys, well it's gonna it's gonna take me a bit here, so you can watch, you can help, you can go shopping. I really don't care, but I'm gonna start putting this defensive plating on, so, uh... Once you get to the computer work,
1: I can help out with that. Alright. I'm going to need a Mechanics Check from
3: Skeeks against Two Purples. Uh,
0: two advantages.
3: With two advantages, you get Customizable. A, an extra hard point in further customization integrated improvement which will increase or decrease the crew or passenger capacity by half rounded up so you can go up to two more passengers
0: we'll do that for sure yeah, yep yeah.
3: and you get reinforced construction you get to increase the crafts hull trauma threshold by one hey.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy, nice.
3: A few days goes by. Tiberius comes in with a robe from a spa down the road. He's holding a java juice in his hands.
0: How are are things going, Skeeks? I mean, not to brag, but pretty damn good. I mean, I uh, was able to get some extra space in there. We can probably get, like, two more people hauling. We got increases to the whole threshold. I mean, seriously, this stuff is amazing we should go back to that shop there and buy some more of this plating and that shit. I mean it's honestly it's fantastic stuff it's
1: it's looking good it's 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 looking very good uh, have, have have you slept?
0: I mean i I know what why would I need to sleep right now look at how good the plating looks
1: I mean yeah the ship looks great but you're looking a little rough
0: yeah 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 so do I'm gonna start working on these engines now
1: do you, do you need anything some some spoffy I'll take that juice okay. Have at it.
0: I do. It's mud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I, just, I drink the whole thing. I don't even notice.
3: <laughs> I didn't. Actually I need think. another mechanics check for the engine integration. Uh, guess what? Same thing. Two purples.
0: To two advantage.
3: Enhanced output. Increase the craft speed by one. Fine-tuned circuits increase the craft system strain threshold by one. Hey. There we go. 24 hours goes by and Jin floats into the dry dock.
4: Hello Skeeks, how are you doing?
0: Yeah. What? what? How are the uh, enhancements going? Uh, what? Oh yeah, the engine, yeah. It's good. It's, it's, uh, I attached the engine, it's hooked up now. I did a pretty good job.
2: Your vitals don't look too well.
0: I don't feel good, D20. I think I need to (laughs) lay down for a little bit.
2: You definitely should lay down.
3: 48 hours later. Skeeks comes walking out of the ship after sleeping on the cold metal floor. Oh, so refreshed.
1: Ah, Skeeks, you're awake.
3: Time to do the hull.
0: Oh, the hull? Uh, I thought I did the hull already.
3: No, you did the frame.
0: Uh oh. Yeah, I mean, I feel so much better now, to be honest. All I thought is the hull, and uh, then we should be ready to, uh, you know, stop getting back out there and uh, flying this baby around give her a test drive.
4: Sounds wonderful.
0: One threat, through success.
3: Upon <laughs> completing assembly, the character suffers
0: five strain.
4: Yikes. Nice. guess that makes sense. Yeah, it, that kind of played out really yeah, nicely. Okay, yeah, because we were sense. literally exhausted,
0: <laughs> six days of not sleeping and just working on the ship. Alright, time to finish it, final assembly. Uh, boys, I got it just about done, but my head hurts. My, my fingers are bleeding. I lost a couple of nails; they fell off. I don't think they're supposed to do that.
1: Do you maybe want some help or? No. Okay. I'm doing this on my own. All, all right. Can I, can I can I get you anything? No. All, all right. Uh, D twenty. Let's uh let's let them to it.
3: We see that shot of Skeeks' silhouette out overlooking the Wayfarer. He pulls out his wrench and does the final roll with one black. Two advantages. Customized controls. You can choose a pilot. That character adds a boost out of piloting checks made with this craft. Under budget, the character retains supplies worth 25% of the credit cost and the additional resources needed column. During step four of assembly... You saved yourself an extra five thousand credits.
0: Cause I did it myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Put on
3: the paint. What's it look like?
0: What uh, color? It's, it's, no, it's, it's a. It's all black and airbrushed on the side. It's uh, like, know, like a space centaur riding through a black <laughs> hole and like. Skeek's shirtless, like, playing a guitar. You know?
3: <laughs> Tiberius comes walking in.
0: No, wait, no, no. It's a, skull, a sc- scroll. What's his name? It's Skrull. scrolls shirtless, like, ripping a guitar. It's like... <laughs> Tiberius comes walking in. Like, riding in. on a robotic dragon into a black hole. All airbrushed. Ha huh. Yeah, I mean, I had to describe Skrull to the guy. I'm surprised he got his... He- it looks just like him. I don't know how they did that.
1: I... I th- I thought we talked about something else.
0: Yeah, you said get it like a nice sleek black paint job. I did that. And then I was like an airbrush there's other stuff on top of that once it's done.
1: Is is he still here?
0: No, he passed on.
1: No, 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 <laughs> no. Who did the job, <laughs> Skeeks. <laughs> Where is the guy who did the job?
0: I don't know. Probably back at the paint booth. Still. Oh, God. I mean, the paint's dry, man. Why are you complaining? Looks great. Okay, okay, okay,
1: okay.
4: I love it.
1: Oh, you would, D20. It will
4: get us
0: so much attention.
1: <sighs> yeah, attention. A lot of attention.
0: Oh, you do not see the best part yet. What do you mean? I unveiled a final wing on the back in like a big script. It does say like the wayfarer, like in this like crazy, like big font on the side. (laughs) Then also,
1: at least that's somewhat tasteful. Skeeks,
4: when when Skeeks reveals it, a little like panel on top of on top of uh D20's head like folds up and it's a little screen with like a little heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that the now that the ship's done, I'm What's, what's next? What do you have planned?
0: Well, the main thing I want to do is get this ether drive running, which means we gotta find Casaban Cyrus.
1: Alright, so what? where do we start then?
0: Well, uh, Casaban Cyrus hasn't been seen in, in years, to be honest.
1: So, we're pretty much chasing a ghost.
0: Uh, in a way, yeah. I mean, the last person that saw him. Was supposedly his old apprentice, uh, a guy named Slip, but nobody's seen him. Seen him, him either, is. huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Sounds like he slipped
0: away. Uh,
1: shut up, D twenty. <laughs> Just shut up for a second.
0: <laughs> back in the day, I uh, I used to be in the forces with a guy who uh, claimed he did some slip running with Slip. Maybe they've, uh, kept in contact. Who knows?
1: How about you? Have you kept in contact with them?
0: I mean, as much as anybody keeps in contact once they've been, you know, dishonorably discharged.
1: So do you know where we where we can maybe find your friend?
0: Well, not really. You used to talk about uh, a bar here on Zenith a lot, though, called the Twisted Laser. We could, uh, try that, I guess.
4: And then, uh... A little light pops up on me.
2: Oh, the Twisted Laser?
1: I know exactly where that's are. I used to go there all the time back with my human form.
4: Lots of ladies.
1: Hmm. Sounds like your kind of place, D20. Well, you want to tell us how to get there? Certainly, but unfortunately, the directions are integrated inside
0: of me, so we need to find a way to access that. Would you know, Skeeks?
1: I mean, we did just get that holodeck, didn't we, Skeeks? Are was just trying to get me to
0: folk through panels again? It would appear so. But only if you like me, though. And if you want to find your friend, sounds like we might need to do so.
1: Skeeks, you, you didn't have to beat D20 like that. I mean... I did. I mean, I get it. I can't stand him either.
0: He made me it... touch his panels in ways that I didn't want to.
1: Are you going to be able to fix that? No. That Yeah, that's
0: that's excessive. I broke it off. I could replace it now.
1: I mean, I guess it makes sense he's in the hollow system anyways now, so he doesn't really need that.
0: It's true. I guess I, guess I activate the button, then and I like... Put up the hollow map that shows where the the bar is.
3: Right around the corner, Tiberius and Skeeks sees a little ho-dunk door. And on it is a a double helix of red lasers with a lightning and italicized font. The twisted laser.
0: I guess this is it. I push open the two saloon doors I assume are there.
3: Oh yeah, and everyone gives you the look. goes back to drinking you see plenty of promiscuous alien women dancing seductively to no patrons at the tables except for one in a corner with a glass of water in front of him. Someone that Skeeks recognizes across from him on the other side of the booth is a squirrely and small and very very abrasive looking man.
0: Yep, I'm not going to lie, T'Amiris. I thought we were going to come here, have to ask a ton of people, strike out most likely, fight on the planet, but no lie, he's sitting in that booth right over there.
1: Well, how convenient, I guess. I guess we can uh, get this moving a little bit faster.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we walk on up there, I guess. uh...
1: Wendell slash Slade
3: you see an old friend approaching you from a distance.
4: Why, Private Trebelle, to what do I owe this pleasure? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been years. Ten years.
0: You been uh, spending all of it in this bar here?
4: Well, it's been hard lately. Down on my luck. Don't got a ship. Don't got nowhere to stay. So, as of late, yes.
0: Oh, uh. Really? Because you were like. the shit back in the day, man. Like, you were really killing it. I'm surprised that happened to you. Ten years and it all went downhill that fast.
4: Well, it was a slow decline, but nonetheless, here I am. What? So. what have you been up to these last decades?
0: Oh, uh. Well, I. joined the Federation for a while. Got discharged. Uh, drank a lot. Hung out in some bars in Omega Star Seven. Omega Star Seven. Yeah, it's been it's been nice. It's been nice being out here. Uh, I met these guys, and uh, I'm flying on one of those old school prototype class ships now. It's real nice. I say. Yeah. They well, pretty
4: good. Can I buy you a drink?
0: No, but I will buy. You would drink.
4: Well, I suppose.
0: Bartender, two blacks. A tiny, two-foot-tall furball
3: of an alien hops up on the bar, holding two blacks. Want two blacks with us? Yeah. Splendid. I'll over with the red crystal. All right, thank you. And he hops down, jumps up, holding two blacks, and skitters over to you guys. Stop. Here are your drinks, friends. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy the entertainment.
0: Well, you know, it's uh, it's good to see you. To to old friendships. To
4: old friendships. Clank. (laughs) Ew. Why, where are my manners? I did not introduce you to my friend Scrappy over here. I know he looks a little rough around the edges, but he's a great guy. My name is Scrappy Rabbit. Nice to meet you. Uh,
0: yeah. Nice to meet you to this, Scrap Rabbit. How'd you, uh, how'd you meet old Wendell here? Wait,
1: well, who'd be Wendell?
0: Uh Captain Brant? Yes.
4: Wendell? Oh, you mean Slade. Yeah, I know Slade. I've known Slade for quite a while. About five years. Yeah, funny thing, Skeeks. Uh, you know, after the war, I, uh, changed my name to my middle name. I'm trying to keep a low profile, you know, with me going AWOL and all.
0: Is that where you went?
4: Yes, uh, it's a long story, really. But I suppose we ought to drink this black first before we move on to that all that. Alright, and since you guys so kindly uh, offered me and your friend one, Bartender... That's <laughs> my help, though. Can you get me and the, this other... I'm sorry, what is your friend's name?
1: Uh, my, my name is Tiberius, and I can tell I can... I'm already gonna get along with you.
4: Uh, <laughs> Tiberius. You can call me Ty if it's easier. Ty. Okay. Tiberius, that's a strong name for a strong fella.
1: Why, thank you, Skeeks, I can get along with him already.
0: Oh, Tiberius. Yeah. You're here too, yeah? Mm.
4: Yes. Yeah, this guy, like, owns the, he owns the ship that
0: I fly around on.
4: That nice I fly. to meet you. The pleasure is all mine, I assure you.
1: Manners, this is something I could be used to. You guys haven't had manners on the ship this entire time we've been flying around, skeeks. I mean, we haven't needed them. Eh,
0: <sighs> you could
4: do to be a little bit more polite. They called us de soldiers, Scrappy.
0: They did. I always hated it.
4: Seems the Federation's not much better. Why, my ships, we always ran strict protocol. Why, the military code... something that we all live by at least in these parts it's not a joking matter sir it's a matter of protocol and I would expect the captain of a ship to understand those protocols
0: you should see his room yeah my room is literally the engine room that's the kind of captain this guy is I sleep next to the engine I offered
1: you a bedroom Skeeks there is a empty room On the ship.
0: Yeah, because one of the other crewmates died.
1: There were quarters with four more beds that you refused to sleep in.
0: I just installed those. I
1: can't help. They were there. (laughs) Those were already there. I can't help that the ship only had one bedroom. So
0: why are we here?
1: Why are we here, Skeeks?
0: Yeah, well, uh... I was hoping you'd be able to help us find Slip.
4: Slip? You come here to this place and you bring Slip into this? Tell you what? Tell you what? He sure gave me the Slip boy, Slip If I knew where he was, you think I'd be sitting here? after what he did to me? What'd he do to you? you? (sighs) Well, Slip's the guy I connected with when we were all done we pooled our resources, we got a ship, and we flew that ship for a good long while. Well, Slip decided that he wanted his own ship and he didn't want to take direction from me. So he left. And he screwed me over, he got my ship stolen, and he sold it for a different ship. And I imagine that's the one he's got now. but. Well, I can't tell you exactly where he is. i tell you where he might be or where someone might know. But let's get one thing straight. If we catch Slip, I take the first shot. I'm
0: definitely not trying to kill Slip. I mean, you can kill him, I guess. As long as you... I'm I'm trying trying to find Casaban Cyrus. Really... Slips just like a point. I mean, you can kill
4: him for sure, but like, after we tell you what, as long as you don't kill him before me, I'll take you. I'll take you, but I fire the first shot. Are we clear?
0: Yeah, again, definitely don't plan on killing him at all. So I was like, that wasn't even the cods, I didn't realize that was your plan. So we're in agreement. Yes? Got yourself a deal. Just as confusing as ever, Captain Brand. In
3: the belly of Faison's Astropub, Overseer Vok rests in a tranquil hologram of his homeworld. He had spent much of his time here in this feigned place. For Vak was a Siren, an esoteric race originating from the planet Sira, a beautiful, lush, and forested world seldom seen by outsiders. In fact, Sira is viewed as a holy relic, a place cultivated specifically for his people, for an outsider to even glimpse at a reflection would be sacrilege. However, this peace would end as abruptly as it began. Vok's side. Relieved in the face of his homeworld and his accomplishment of bringing the notorious pirate Vax Arden to the feet of the Overlord. In this moment he felt his body stiffen, a strange feeling for a life form without bones. His eyes flew open to reveal a dart sticking out from his chest, only inches away from his heart. He motioned to remove the needle, however, he felt his limbs begin to wash over with the feeling of pins and needles. An immense heat filled him, and in an instant left him cold. A silhouette crept out from the bushes cast from the emitters. They flickered and shifted in subtle variations before returning to normal. His eyes filled with fear and desperation as the figure became illuminated by the light a slim and wiry person, clad entirely in a bounty hunter's uniform, gray, decorated in subtle lines of neon that outlined the features of the assailant's body. They shifted in color. You can't be here, outsider! He forced the words out through a struggle, as the paralytic agent worked its way through his body. The figure didn't respond, they inched closer to Vox's desk. It felt like hours to Vox, his milky white translucent skin began to gray, wilting. His once bright orange eyes darkened, staring up he tried to speak, but his mouth had become dry, a side effect of the paralysis. The figure, now face to face with the siren, placed a small disc on the desk. Flat on the bottom, convex on the top, a crease in the object became clear as the minute sounds of shutters and apertures inside the device whirred. It separated horizontally, the upper half hovered above the lower, a cascade of purple light flooded between the two pieces, a broken visage shone from the other side. Vok wasn't sure if the incoherent image was purposeful or a side effect of the poison working its way through his body. Finally, a chorus of voices spoke in unison from the small, holographic communicator. You've done, done well, Vok. It was at this moment, Vok realized he was speaking with the Overlord, his employer and the master of Omega Star Seven. Why the skull luggery? Vok thought. No one has ever seen the Overlord. I understand secrecy, but surely there's no need for this. Save your strength, Vok. The overlord calmly reassured. Though it seemed to be comforting, there was a harrowing air of malevolence to the words. I'm sure you're wondering why I'm here. The monotony of the voice was unnerving to Vak. There were so many subtle variations in how his people spoke. So much color, so much life. To feel the cold embrace of this calculating tone, straightforward in its delivery, was alien to him. He couldn't discern the cadence masked by the modulation of the transmitter. There was a relentless pause. The only sound was the recorded sounds of Vok's peaceful simulation that he crafted for himself, broken finally by the transmitter. You're being retired, Vok. The delivery was stern and direct. Vok's eyes widened. There was a shudder through his skin. This is your replacement. You've done well, Vok, so don't think this is from a lack of performance. Sometimes the intelligent must be culled so that the direction of an idea can continue unswayed. Vak finally understood. The Overlord was a devious presence, eluding all capture, but he understood. I've become too powerful for the cartel, Vok thought. I could rival them through cunning and wit alone. What does he plan to do with me? I know I've breached our contract, trespassing on your sacred lands in such an unsuspecting manner. Do you understand I do this for your benefit? A man's last thoughts should be that of his home. Mm. Farewell, Vark. The light washed away. A swirling cascade of pixels, the transmitter closed, sealing itself. The bounty hunter placed the device back onto their person, as the figure placed a hand on the back of their helmet. Pressing a button, there was a hydraulic hiss as vapor exuded from the mask. It peeled away, revealing the face of a woman with elfin features, blood-red hair, and piercing blue eyes. Before Vok could process what was happening, the woman pulled out her blaster and spoke. The Overlord thanks you for your service.